Hey everybody, welcome back to the West Side of Home podcast. This is Dave Steimers with you. You know, just before uh, the lockdown happened back in March and everything closed up, I was at the optometrist and got my eyes tested. I have really bad eyesight. And so I have a really complicated prescription. So I had my eyes tested and I have to wear uh, glasses or contacts that are really custom done and all that kind of stuff because of how complicated it is. And so I'd ordered these contacts And uh, they arrived just when everything was closing down. And so I was calling them and trying to get them and they were closed. So they didn't respond. And when they finally did, they said, well, you've got to meet with the doctor to make sure that your contacts fit. And we've got to do a little test and that kind of stuff. So they wouldn't mail them to me or anything like that. So I've been waiting for like three months to get my new contact lenses. And it's fine because I'm wearing my old ones and they're kind of worn out and not comfortable and that kind of stuff, but it doesn't really matter. Um, But I'm looking forward, hopefully, to getting my new contact lenses real soon. And they adjusted my prescription a little bit, so it probably means that I'll see better. Now, here's my situation with my eyesight. When I wake up in the morning, before I put on glasses or contact lenses, if I just, just my eyes, nothing else, I can see stuff Like I know that things are there. I can usually tell what they are, but I can't really see details. So you could give me my phone and I would know it's my phone, but I probably wouldn't be able to really read anything on my phone. You give me a book and I would know it's a book, but if I open it up, I wouldn't really be able to read what was in it. I would know there's words there, but not really. So for me, when I put on contact lenses or when I put on glasses, the whole world changes. I see everything differently. Everything becomes a little bit more clear. Jesus, I think, gives us a similar experience when it comes to how we look at life, what we know or think to be true, how we think we're supposed to live. And I'm wondering if right now is a great opportunity for many of us to look a little bit deeper and maybe to see things more clearly. Things about our life, things about the world, things about our relationship. If you've been following along on Sundays, we've been, I've been preaching through Mark, the book of Mark, the gospel of Mark. And uh, there's this passage, uh, even on Tuesday, our, our podcast episode is talking a little bit about some passages in Mark chapter eight, where um, people are slowly figuring out the signs that Jesus is doing and figuring out the kinds of things that he's teaching them. There's these really two cool, two passages um, in that same chapter that go together. The first one, starting in verse 22, is about Jesus healing a blind man. So he goes to this place called Bethsaida and people bring him a man who's blind and begging him to heal him and to give him his sight. So it says that Jesus took the blind man and uh, he takes him out of the village, out of his normal circumstances. And then he spits on his eyes. That's weird. Um, lays his hands on him and he asks, do you see anything? And the guy says, he looks up and he says, I see men, but they look like trees walking. So this is me without my glasses. I can see things, but not real clearly. I can see that there are these big objects. I can see, um, you know, people, but they look like trees upright. They're walking. I just, I can't really tell what they are. So this is the first stage of his healing. He's seeing something, but he's not seeing real clearly. And I don't know how he would have felt about that. Maybe he thought, wow, this is a huge improvement. This is better than the sight that I had before. 
Maybe he's frustrated because he can see things, but he can't really see them yet. So then it says that Jesus laid his hands on his eyes again, and he opened his eyes and his sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. And then Jesus sent him home saying, don't even enter the village. In other words, keep this a secret. I don't want this to get out. Okay. Next little passage. It says, Jesus goes on with his disciples to some other villages and on the way, so he removes them from where they were, they move somewhere. And on the way, he asks his disciples, who do people say that I am? Now understand this little section is a parallel of the section before. The healing of the man who's blind helps us interpret what Jesus is doing here with his disciples. So he says, ask him a question, who do people say that I am? And the response that they give is like the blind man saying, I see men, but it looks like trees walking. I can see something, but it's not super clear. They say John the Baptist. Some say John the Baptist. Some say that you're Elijah, prophet in the Old Testament. And others say one of the prophets. So people think that you're this great teacher, maybe uh, some version of a prophet that we've already seen. Maybe John the Baptist who had just been killed. Um, And you kind of get the impression while they're seeing something, they're seeing Jesus as a prophet, doing powerful things, teaching with authority and doing signs and miracles and these kind of things. But it's not real clear. Then it says, and he asked them, but who do you say that I am? And Peter says, you are the Christ. And he strictly charged them not to tell anyone about him. So the story ends the same way that it did with the man who was blind. Don't even go back to the village. Keep this a secret. Because this whole idea, some say that you're a prophet, some say that you're a teacher. You know, people are in awe of some of the things that you're doing. But who do you say I am? There's this another another level of clarity that Peter gets to saying, you are the Christ. That means Jesus thinks that he's the king. He's the one that's going to come and bring the peaceful kingdom of God to Israel and to the world. It's, it's this whole other level of seeing. And just like he said to the blind man, don't even go back into the village. He says to them, don't tell anybody about this because that's going to be a really dangerous idea. Because when you basically assert that you are the one who's going to take over, the people who are in charge at the current time are going to try and kill you. That's how this political system works. When you are that big of a threat, they're going to eliminate you. And so Jesus says, you know, essentially, this is not the time. If you just go around saying this, um, you're going to get me killed, which is eventually going to happen. And Jesus is actually, the next thing he does, he starts talking about what that looks like. And, it, you know, the disciples, just like in the first chunk of Mark that leads up to chapter eight, they have a hard time understanding the things that Jesus is saying, the signs that he's doing. And Jesus is always taking them aside and explaining more and more about it. And they're going to have just as hard a time when he starts telling them that he's going to be crucified, that he's going to be killed. Um, They're going to have a hard time trying to understand that as well. But this is a huge hinge in the book of Mark, the gospel of Mark, the story of Jesus and his disciples. And Peter here is representing this whole leather level of clarity. Wait, you are Christ. You're the king. You're not just a prophet. You're not just a teacher, though you are those things and we've been cluing into them, but you are the king that God has sent into the world. So here's a question for some of us. What are you seeing about Jesus and how he calls us to live a little bit more clearly right now? Do we have an opportunity to have a moment like this? 
a lot of people are talking about what the quote unquote new normal is going to look like post pandemic as we start to go back and as this unfolds over however many months or years or whatever, what the world's going to look like. And some people say, oh, you know, less people are going to be going into work. More people are going to be working from home. We're going to change, you know, different health practices and things that we can do online instead of in person and blah, 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 blah. That's all well and good. I wonder some of this, if there's this great opportunity for us to have a more clear vision of who Jesus is and who Jesus calls us to be in this world. To stop and say, maybe we've been seeing, yeah, there's people out there, but they look like trees. Maybe there's another level of clarity that would come to us if we realized, man, Jesus is truly the king. And therefore, what does it look like to live like that in the world? What should our new normal be? What should your normal new normal be? What should the church's new normal be? What should our culture's new normals be? Are we going to look deeper? Are we going to learn the lessons that are available to us at this time? So here's maybe a great way to start, just real simple in our prayer life and in uh, some quiet time that maybe we spend with God as we read scripture, maybe as you continue to read with us through the book of Mark and about what Jesus teaches and think about what it looks like in our own lives, and our own culture. And one of the things that we've seen kind of over and over throughout this gospel is this idea of, are you seeing or are you really seeing? Are you looking or are you seeing? Are you listening or are you really hearing? Are you going deeper? So here's something, maybe a really simple prayer that we could start praying. And then maybe even spending some time in quiet before God, allowing him to speak into our lives, helping us to interpret our experience, our uh, the times that we're in, the words of Jesus, the stories of Jesus. And it's just simply this, Lord, give us eyes to see. Give us eyes to see what you want us to see. Give us a vision, a vision for how we ought to live our lives, for the lessons that we can learn for what new normal could be. Lord, give us eyes to see.